Amos chapter 9, verses 11 through 15. In that day I will raise up the booth of David that has fallen, and repair its breaches, and raise up its ruins, and rebuild it as in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom, and all the nations who are called by my name declares the Lord Yahweh who does this. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper, and the treader of grapes, him who sows the seed. The mountains shall drip sweet wine, and all the hills shall flow with it. I will restore the fortunes of my people Israel, and they shall rebuild the ruined cities and inhabit them. They shall plant vineyards and drink their wine. They shall make gardens and eat their fruit. I will plant them on their land and they shall never again be uprooted out of the land that I've given them, says Yahweh, the Lord your God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And this is the book of Amos. This is uh, the final chapter or the final few verses. And, uh, you know, we finally get a high note in the book of Amos. It's kind of all been uh, gloom and destruction and injustice and, um, you know, slavery and all of these horrible things. Um, and so today we have uh, what the ESV aptly titles in the heading, The Restoration of Israel. And, um, you know, it's very, very harmonious with uh, prophetic you know, kind of promises, like there's all this agriculture and wine and renewal and God, the architect rebuilding these cities and, uh, you know, repairing breaches. And so making this safe, prosperous, flourishing, uh, place for a safe, prosperous, flourishing people. Um, so Amos, he, he ends on a high note here. Uh, Greg, what, what are your thoughts on, a on how the book of Amos wraps up. I mean, this is like a, this is like a, a drink of water in a parched land. I feel like getting through Amos can be tough because it is an extremely heavy book and there's a lot of really, you know, there's a lot of judgment, there's a lot of death. Um, and so you kind of get to this little flourish at the end and it's this beautiful ending mm-hmm. that God reminds you that even though I'm going to judge my people, I'm not going to abandon them. I know, Will, you talked yesterday about sort of God never breaks covenant with his people. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, like, I'm still going to I'm still going to be with you. Mm-hmm. And I love the sort of I'm, I'm the 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 booth of David will get raised up. And, you know, um, this beautiful thread that you trace through scripture of God with his people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you you think about Abraham and mm-hmm. all down the lines and, and into the, you know, we're talking about the, the line of Jesus and that like this whole time. There's been this this through line that God has carefully cultivated and kept there in His covenant for us, and that 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 this through line ultimately like it leads to the salvation for all of us, mm-hmm. and that this this very thing He's talking about is like yesterday, today, and forever. This is the promises of God that He doesn't walk away from, mm-hmm. and how how beautiful it is to have the first half of the chapter be about death and destruction and the second half be like, but there will be restoration mm-hmm. and the booth the, of David that has fallen will be raised back up. Mm-hmm. So I think on one hand that just, um, I don't know. I just, I'm struck by the faithfulness of God. And, and I'm also struck by that. This is also sort of a, this is, you know, sort of like in Daniel where you have prophecies that are 
sort of about the nation of Israel, but also about the things of God to come, mm-hmm. right? So the idea that I will plant them in their land, they shall never again be uprooted out of the land mm-hmm. that I've given them. Well, if you know anything about just simply Near Eastern history, you know that the people of Israel were once again uprooted from the land of Israel. Mm. But what I think about this, and I think about this agricultural sort of language and sort of, like you said, sort of the general prophetic, you get this, you know, wine and the plowman catching up with the reaper and sort of this beautifulness. And I'm struck by the fact that I, for a long time, um, would always imagine, especially when I got back from Iraq, I would always think of, there must be this place, there's got to be a place I can go, a place I can move to or something like that where I can find peace. You know, I can just rest. Mm-hmm. And I would always imagine like, I mean, I grew up in the country but and, and also the city. So I was always like, which one <laughs> of these two is it going to be? Yeah, yeah. And I always imagine it must be the country, right? It must be this pastoral place where I go and there's open fields, you know, yeah. lined by trees on a, whatever. And after a while, I'll be like, why can't I ever find this place? And I realized that I, that the place I was dreaming of was heaven. Mm. The place I was dreaming of is the place where God is, right? Mm. That's where I find peace. And I think that that's what makes makes me think about this. Like, like the people of God are going to go go to a place where um, where the plowman overtakes the reaper, where the plowing of the the, the cultivation overtakes the death, um, when uh, the mountains will drip wine mm-hmm. and our fortunes will be restored, mm-hmm. and that will be planted, never uprooted. Yeah. That you'll be in the place where God is. You'll be in the place where His people are, and you're never going to go anywhere. And yeah. I think that. If you're talking to people, even people who are about to be invaded and destroyed, and you're telling them, but the ultimate hope is still in the promises of God, no matter what your situation, it's encouraging because even, you know, I don't know what you're going through in life, but you could be in a really tough spot. But the point is, is that this type of thing is still there for you, Mm -hmm. right? No matter what God has in store for your life, at the end of the day, he's going to plant you in his land where you're never going to be uprooted. And I think that that's just a beautiful reminder of what a wonderful God we serve, that no matter what happens in life, no matter what he has in store for us, that ultimately you can trust in his promises. And his promises are someday we're going to go be with him. And I just that just gets me on fire for the day. Amen. Amen. You know, it's kind of bringing things back to where it all starts with the Abrahamic covenant, mm-hmm. where God tells Abraham, through you, all the nations of the world will be blessed, where Israel had gone awry was they didn't care about all the nations anymore they wanted through abraham israel will be blessed and so that is what god is is sifting out you know he he's shaking out this self-interest uh that leads to injustice that Mm -hmm. leads to unrighteousness and he's restoring a kingdom that starts in israel but stretches out to all the nations and i mean that's exactly what's talked about here there's the remnant of edom and all nations who are called by the name of the Lord. And what's amazing is that you and I, Greg, are not in the, you know, we are not the original audience of, you know, the children of Abraham. We are the nations. Like we are the proof that this promise is true. And, uh, and so there's so much just like amazingness here that, uh, that God's going to rebuild a city that it's it's going to be a city that stretches out and uh, and that uh, encapsulates all these nations, all these different peoples, and the only common denominator is those who the Lord writes His name upon. Mm-hmm. And uh, gosh, it's it's so rich with just the hope of the gospel. It's part of this, you know, we talked about that symphonic tension that's yeah. like building and building, and 
there's going to be a moment where just one note rings right out of it. And it's going to be the, the advent of Christ, um, you know, from these, uh, these old Testament prophets. Um, but so much hope as, you know, we live in this, uh, intermediary period to the now and not yet where we've seen Christ come and we've seen the beginning of the fulfillment of this. And now we participate in the fulfillment and we wait for the final revelation of Jesus. So the book of Amos has been a great time. We're about to flip over to second Thessalonians, which uh, I think we'll find uh, is kind of similar in some ways and kind of different in some ways. So actually, sorry, we're going to do two days in the Psalms. Then we're going to go to second Thessalonians. So I got ahead of myself. But um, it's been so great and uh, grateful for Greg and everyone else who's helped guide us through it. So the great Greg Conley, this is Will Carlisle, and we'll see you tomorrow in the Psalms on our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.